Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is a podcast about making work work. You'll learn about leadership, career growth, and how to navigate those weird work challenges. I run a HR consulting business called Boldside, where I help leaders build epic team cultures. If you lead a team or run a business and you think I can help, let's connect on LinkedIn. My name is Shelley Johnson. It's time to get to work. Today on the show, I'm joined by Glenn James and we went out to you to ask you, what are your career wins and highlights? And we got so many listener responses that we want to read out because it's so many good wins that happened in our community. Glenn, I'm going to throw straight to you. Read out one of the, your favourites. There's seriously, so, there's pages and pages here of career wins. I'm going to start with Lucy. And the reason I think this episode's important, Shell, is if you are in a bit of a funk, you can see that other people got out of the funk. They changed. And we're coming into a new year. So take this as an encouragement, but also let's celebrate with everyone with their career wins. Lucy said, left a toxic company, not work colleagues, just the company, to work in a government position. It was less money, but I actually make more with the shift work and I've gamed nearly two hours a day now that I'm not commuting. Scary, but a necessary leap. That is amazing because how often are we scared to take a leap? And in our career book, we talk about you've got to take good risks. Mm. And on paper, that looks like a bad thing. Oh, I want to change. I want to take less money. Oh, there is scope of getting overtime, but you've got a life back two hours a day. That's awesome. So good on you, Lucy. I think it also comes down to your priorities. Like for Lucy, her priorities might be lifestyle and two hours a day that you get back not commuting is a huge, huge lifestyle win. So if you are out there and you're commuting more than two hours a day, and I know a lot of you might do four, like two hours each way, that's huge. What do you want this coming year to look like? Love it. Larissa, I love her response, Glenn, because I reckon she's read Sort Your Career Out book because she refers to some things that we talk a lot about in our book. I'm going to read it. I'm in a career I don't love, healthcare, and I've been actively working towards finding out what my values and strengths are rather than just complaining. Mm, Amen. Amen. (laughs) There's two chapters on that. Have started working for myself and secured my first client in that space with the help of my two mentors in the industry that I actively sought out. Slow but steady. And that's it. It may not happen overnight, but it will happen. Remember growing up on TV, the shampoo ad? No. Yeah, there was like an ad where it's just like, it doesn't happen overnight, but it will happen. (laughs) And that's so true with our career. It is, but can we just go back? Was that about the hair getting better? I think, yeah, more vibrant hair, (laughs) more vibrant locks. (laughs) Well, I think, you know, some of those changes, sometimes we want the immediate big change, but some of the best changes you have are when you take those small steps and over time you get that momentum. Because the time passes anyway. I was actually thinking this morning, right, I've – booked in to see a psychiatrist of all things. In the new year, it's in February, I've been on the waiting list for like nine months. And my whole thing was I didn't want to make the booking because I didn't want to have to wait that long, but I just had to make the booking 
because the time's passing anyway. So I'm now thankful that very soon I get that appointment. But if I didn't rewind earlier in the year and actually just make the booking, well, I would be here today and not have a booking and not have it closer. I think that's you doing something for your future self. Mm. So not your self nine months ago was like thinking about your future self. And I think we make good decisions and we're like, okay, if I'm, and it's really good at the end of the year to do this. At the time of this recording, it's Christmas day. Mm. Merry this Christmas. Time, Merry Christmas. This time of year is a really good moment to fast forward. Imagine yourself in 12 months time. So Larissa has imagined herself going, you know what? Don't love healthcare. Want a career change. Want to start my own business. I'm going to take the risk for my future self to imagine myself in 12 months time having a totally different work career experience. It's the same with your money. It's the same with your career. You've got to do yourself of tomorrow a favour today. Yeah, sometimes it's, and sometimes it's a discipline, right? It's like an effort. And it all goes back to cause and effect. If you want an outcome, you write down what the outcome is and then you write down as many steps as possible that you need to do to achieve that outcome and then you just start ticking off the, the list. Do one a week, do one a day. And trust me, if one of them takes three months, oh, I need to get a certification, workplace training assessment, I can do that within three months. Like all these things in that list, write the list, tick it off, cause and effect. Work backwards to get the effect and you can cause that effect. Really simple, but so easy to actually do if you break it down. So good on you, Larissa, for uh, getting out there and making a change and not just sitting there complaining. I love that. I like that she went to her values and strengths. Mm. So good. Daniel, I'll read his last name, Daniel Quinn. He's a regular pest in the Facebook group. Love your work, Daniel. (laughs) We'll have to get you back on the show one time. Staying in my career but changing companies to one where I can focus on the parts of it that I love. This is so interesting. You love your career. You love your industry. You don't want to leave the industry. You don't want to, but you're not suited 100% to the role or you don't 100% love it. And one thing could be if you're in, uh, and I know Daniel's industry is um, like audio production and live event production and all that stuff. So what if he was on the tools and I, I don't actually know what he's doing or what he was doing, but, and I think he's a bit more up the ladder, but what if he was on the tools going to jobs, setting up speakers, operating the PA, getting out of there, love this industry. I want to get into more of a sales role in the industry or quoting events. It can be done. All this stuff is to tell you with your career, with your industry, with your work, you can make positive changes because we're reading out changes that people have made. So good on you, Daniel. Love it. Samantha says, I took a leap and applied for a temporary management level position at my workplace, ended up getting it which is a great experience for me. I want to ask you about this whole temporary filling in a role. And it is that dance of we don't want to spend our career doing more work without getting remunerated for it. But there is that dance of maybe what Samantha has done is I'll do a temporary role, get some experience, then I can go back to the, you know, my bosses at some stage and go, oh, look, I did this pretty well. Like, so talk to us about this kind of temporary leapfrog action? There's a couple of things when it comes to taking on a temporary role. So let's say there's a parental leave position that's come up. Someone's leaving, they're taking 12 months off. And you maybe are like, I wonder if I could do a leadership job, but I'm not totally sold. I haven't had the experience. I've never done it before. Stepping in, in a temporary capacity is a really cool way. And it's kind of what I call a job preview. So if you think about going to the movies, Glenn, and I love watching the trailers. 
Like I love getting to see what movies are coming up and getting like super excited about them. You get a, a job preview, you get to do it for 12 months, but you also have the option to get out if you don't like it because, you know, management is not for everyone and it can be a pretty draining gig. But I love the idea of taking a six month, three months, 12 months temporary role, stepping up, but knowing in the back of your mind, you have the option to opt out. Also, it does look good on your resume. Like it, it is a good experience thing. So I I'm, totally agree with Samantha. It is a great experience for her and it gives her a quick way of growing without the pressure of having to do it ongoing. Have you heard of the Peter Principle? No, tell me about it. The Peter Principle is an observation that the tendency in most organisational hierarchies, such as that of a corporation, is for every employee to rise in the hierarchy through promotion until they reach a level of respective incompetence. So in other words, a front office secretary who is quite good at their job may thus be promoted to an executive assistant to the CEO, which they are not trained or prepared for, meaning that the secretary would be more productive if they had not been promoted. Mm. And what are your thoughts? What are your takeaways on that Do you, in terms of the relationship to temporary employment? Well, I think it's just a good thing if you are doing that and you're not a good fit or you're not feeling productive don't stay there in your career because that means the Peter Principle has been applied. Um, and, and, and you see the Peter Principle in a lot of government organisations. So, for example, all the standard idea that we've got a team of engineers, you're the best engineer, I will make you manager of the engineers, but you suck at management, like you absolutely suck. The Peter Principle is thus based on the paradoxical idea that competent employees will continue to be promoted, but at some point will be promoted into positions for which they are incompetent and they will then remain in those positions because of the fact that they do not demonstrate any further competence that would get them recognised for additional promotion. Yeah, it's really interesting. I also wonder if one of the things that's co- that causes that is there is such an upward pressure on people to progress up the corporate ladder. And I know Ben Carruthers, uh, who came on our podcast like so long ago, talked about the idea of we should ditch the career ladder and we should look at it as as a jungle gym. Mm. So you move right and left. You don't have to just go up the ladder because management is absolutely not for everyone. And so how do you have this mindset of I want to go left and right? I don't have to always just be climbing up the ladder just because I feel like that's what we're supposed to do. It takes a certain type of psychopath to be a manager. (laughs) (laughs) I've spoken like a true manager. (laughs) Belinda said, I've made it to halfway through my degree, congratulations, which means halfway to a decent pay rise. Great way to look at it. I've also taken additional responsibility and can use that as leverage during reviews. You know what I love about this? I love Belinda taking on the additional responsibility without needing to be paid for it at the time. Because I know a lot of people have different opinions on this, that you shouldn't take on anything unless you get paid for it. I I disagree with that. I think if you want to move quickly in your role, get promoted and land new opportunities, go above and beyond the expectations. Make your manager's life easier. Make your team stand out. Add stacks of value. And that's what I went back to before with this temporary management thing. We don't want to work for free forever because that's they're taking you for a ride and you need to look after yourself. You don't want to work for free and do all this stuff forever, but for a period of time, 
absolutely show some initiative, get out there, add value. You will stand up because you don't want to work for free forever because that's not good for you. That speaks to more, you may have a personal boundary issue and not being able to stand up and say, hey, I'm actually worth more than this. But we do need to show initiative. We do need to stand up for ourselves. We do need to get out there. And that is a healthy risk that you need to take, stepping up for a role temporarily, adding a heap of value, because as all small business leaders and all big business leaders, all executives, all good ones anyway, guess what? They've got one thing and that one thing is a very good memory. You might not feel if you're an employee that the manager or leader does see it or does remember it. I reckon they do. They totally do. I was talking to a business owner the other day, Glenn, you'll love this. They were saying, I asked them because they've got a really high performing team. Their team is amazing. I was like, what do you look for when you hire people? And he was like, I look for people who come with batteries included. Mm. And I was like, that is the best thing. Like find people who come with batteries included. Like find people who show up and take initiative. If you do that, I guarantee you are going to outperform and out and get paid more than people who don't do that. So it is in your favor, even if there's these temporary moments where you feel like you've taken on additional responsibility. Belinda, you let us know when you see this high return on your investment, because I guarantee you will. What did Ange say? Ange said, I've built some of the best relationships with my customers this year. It genuinely fills my heart to create the connections I've made with them all. Also, the best turnover in the business in eight years. It's not surprising to me that she's built those amazing relationships with her customers and that she's had the best revenue in her business in eight years. Here's a tip for business owners and those who work closely to financial goals. You win the client experience, you win. Simple as that. It's a hygiene factor that you're good at what you do. You go to the dentist, could have the best dentist in the world, but they're always running late. If the waiting room feels like a hellhole, if the staff are rude, I'm not going back there. It's given that you've got to be good at your craft and trade. Renee, I got promoted to clinical nurse specialist, which meant 20% pay rise. So That's good. awesome. Amazing. And then another one I'll just quickly read. Amber, our small business was awarded our first tender this year. Congratulations, Amber. Love your work. Sophie said, dipped my toes into the job market to see what was out there and ended up with multiple offers at the same time. Managed to be very picky and ended up accepting one that ticked all of my boxes and came with a big pay rise. It's only been four months in the new role, but I have an annual review next week, standard company process from what I can tell from the feedback I've received from others. And part of the process is to ask for specific feedback from other teams to get a 360 view. It's likely to go very well. Yeah, congratulations, Sophie. It is a good time to be alive in the career market, particularly if you're not happy where you are. We are at almost full employment and there is a shortage in almost every industry. Yeah, it's a really tricky market for any recruiters out there and <laughs> trying to find good people. So I think that goes to Sophie's point of getting multiple job offers at the same time. Dev Raga from the Dev Raga Personal Finance Podcast, which was previously called My Millennial Money Medical. It should be changed by this time. If not, whatever, it's coming. Probably the biggest game changer for me being a doctor is that having the option to work from home, particularly on admin days, I'm twice as productive at home than at work. That's very interesting. 
it goes a lot to say when you have an employer who is a nine to five bums on seats regardless. I honestly think there's a high correlation with employers that have high trust in their team with a high correlation to happy workers. And high performance. And high performance, like, yeah. You can't have long-term high performance on your team if you don't have trust in your team members. Mm. Just It's just not, a, it's just doesn't happen. Mm. It kind of leans into Chuni's comment. She said, found a workplace that didn't blink when I requested a nine-day fortnight. So I have work-life balance for once. It's also a recurring contract role. So I get to build and figure out where to take my side hustle in the months that they don't need me. We call that a win-win. Page, the M3 podcast has helped me sign up to study to kick off my first proper career. Have got an amazing job, but it will forever just be a job. So investing in myself to better myself for my future. So this is, there is this strong correlation. We see people who aren't satisfied with their job, with their career. They take action. They take a risk. They take a risk. They take action. Guess what? We've not seen any responses that said, I took a risk, I took action and I don't have a job anymore and I've got no money. I can't say this enough, Glenn, and I know everyone's probably going to roll their eyes because you always say this. The biggest regrets are the inaction. That's that Daniel Pink quote. Like the biggest things you regret are taking no action. So do the thing. This In 2024, do the thing. Take a risk. We're going to go do a quick break and we're going to bring it home with two more amazing wins. Because we don't work for free and neither should you. We'll be right back after this. (laughs) If you want to grow in your career, I just wanted to remind you about our book, Sort Your Career Out and Make More Money. Glenn James and I have written this book to help you with any kind of career crisis, but also those things that you want like getting a promotion, making more money, moving into a leadership role, or if it's time to quit your job. You can find our book wherever you get good books from or you can listen on the audio book, sort your career out and make more money. Now let's get back to the show. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome back. Glenn. What one are you going to read? <laughs> T said, knowing my stuff, even when I doubted myself and finding my passion areas within my current broad role. So I think that is a bit of a being active to be aware that I really enjoy this. I also think the big call out is overcoming that self-doubt. Mm. For so many of us, we struggle with self-doubt. So going, you know what? I need to go back to the evidence that I have that shows me I can do this and that I know my stuff. Mm. I'm going to read something here that isn't on this sheet. I'm doing some coaching with 
a fellow person in the whole online world. They've got podcasts, got Instagram, really successful, got a book. And they asked me to, um, to spend some time with them. The amazing thing was they offered to pay, which is really thoughtful. And I'm like, no, I don't want your money. Uh, I'm happy just to be a sounding board. But in preparation for my hour with this person next week, I said, this is what I said in the email, exactly in the email. Before then, perhaps you could give me some bullet points. And I want everyone to think about some of these things. What's your current income from your PAYG role and how much do you work per week? Are you still doing this? What's your current income from online platform? What's your main revenue pillar from the online platform? And this is the next few points. This is what I want everyone to think about. What do you want to be known for with your thing? Like what is your thing? The next thing I asked, what would success look like for you? The next thing I asked, what do you enjoy doing most? What do you hate doing? Do you have any contractors within the business? If yes, what do they do? So my question to everyone listening, what does success look like to you? What do you want to be known for? What do you enjoy doing most? And what do you hate doing most? I reckon if you answer a lot of those questions, write them down, you'll be your own coach. You'll get out of your head and you'll get some real clarity. You can have that for free, Shell. I love the what do you want to be known for? I think that is a really good question that everyone should take time to answer. Hmm. Jack said, so proud this year. One, launch my course outside my full-time job. Two, students are getting promoted. That's so good. Three, speaking slash hosting at five events. Four, work four days a week. Five, in a position to influence highly impactful product. Six, invested 100K into my super this year. Wow, including carry forward credit. Seven, and this is the, this is the amazing thing. Love my job and the impact I can make in people's lives. I think the key word there is impact. Like I love when you start to think about, instead of just thinking about what you're getting out of it, what impact do you want to make in your career? Who do you want to serve and benefit from the work that you do? Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And if you are, and I know that I speak to a lot of business owners, but if you are in business, I need you to review everything in your business and look at the return from those things. So in my business, we only do it if it has one of two returns. First return is an impact return. Are we getting community impact? Are we getting listener impact? If yes, awesome. The second return that you've got to really nail is the financial return. Are you getting a financial return for the energy that you're putting in? In my own business here on the podcast, if we are doing something and it is not getting an impact return or a financial return, it's a non-starter, dead, we kill it and we move on. My 2023 career win. Sometime in April, I had a job interview at a company on a Monday and ended up getting made redundant at my current workplace that Friday. Oh, wow. By the following week, I received both the job offer with a 10K pay rise and a redundancy payout around 12K. Not only that, but my confidence in my expertise from leaving the first company to the second grew so much that within six months, I recognised that I was outgrowing the role. I applied for a manager position elsewhere, was successful and able to negotiate another salary increase of 15K. My new company also offers hybrid working and a nine-day fortnight model. So in the past year, I've gone from around 60K to 90K with an additional 12K redundancy payout. 
Also, despite having the ideal scenario, redundancy definitely came with its roller coaster of emotions. Sort Your Career Out was a great comfort to read when dealing with that. Shout out to Shelley from MMC. Love the shout out. Thank mm. you to this anonymous person. I love, you know what? It does go to show you cannot expect these things. Like sometimes the worst case scenarios happen, like you get made redundant. But the fact, the timing of this and the career progression this person has had since then is just so amazing and it's so encouraging to read. I love it. It is possible. You can do whatever you want. It is possible. Ebony slipped into my LinkedIn DM. Glenn, I just saw your post about career slash job success this year. It might be a bit niche. We're here for the niche. But unfortunately, I was laid off not once, but twice in the architecture industry due to reducing staff numbers. But this led me to what came next, the start of a new career as, drum roll, a four-wheel drive influencer slash content creator. (laughs) While this isn't full-time yet, it certainly is the start of something epic. Looking forward to giving this episode a listen. Can imagine there would be some great stories out there. And I said, hey, what's your Insta? I'm keen to see it because I love four-wheel driving and I now follow her. The Instagram is at ebb, E-B-B underscore A-U. Might actually be two underscores, but ebb underscore underscore A-U or ebb, E-B-B underscore A-U. So good on you, Ebony. You'll crush it. You'll absolutely crush it. Now, there is two, uh, there's one last anonymous one. Hi, Glenn. In response to your question, I've somehow just discovered the My Millennial Suite of Podcasts and Facebook group. I'm 39. I've been employed for the last 15 years at the one company. Started as an operator in the X department. I'm just keeping this a bit anonymous. Have taken on any training and challenge that's been thrown at me, seven-day rosters rotating 12-hour shifts with both days and nights. I'm now a ex-team leader slash supervisor and have had the news, good and bad, that the company is deciding to make our department and my role redundant. So come February, not only will I be turning 40, but I'll also be unemployed. Smiley emoticons and streamers with a nice redundancy package, mind you. So to finally answer your question, I was successful in getting a promotion to staff and the shift supervisor role, but also I'm taking the redundancy news as a good thing. It will give me a chance to change career, a new industry, maybe upskill, fresh start and all that exciting stuff. Sorry, it's a long-winded response. Keep the great topics coming. Thanks, Anonymous. So look, there are silver linings to all bad things that happen in our careers. If this year you are made redundant, if this year you had to do a change, use that as a pivot point into the next thing. We can't control everything in this life, but we can, for the most part, control the person in the mirror. We can control how we respond to things once we've got through the initial trauma and the human emotional response. If you were like Mr. Anonymous here, he's taking this redundancy as a, well, that was cool. I'm here now and I'm moving on. What can you do in your life to see the cloud as a silver lining. I don't know. What do you reckon, Shell, as we wrap up this whole episode? Because it's just been some great stories. And I just want to get you to maybe extract some key trends. I think the big thing for me in that particular example and a lot of the examples, Glenn, that stands out is choice. You have a choice in how you respond. So this person, Anonymous, got made redundant and their choice is to see it as a good thing. 
Each person who has had a career win has made a choice. They've taken a risk. They've put their hand up for the role that they maybe feel a bit nervous about. They've taken the plunge. They've backed their side hustle. They've gotten over their self-doubt. The people who don't have career wins don't make choices and sit back and hope that things happen. And I think that's the difference. So going into 2024, I want you to take a risk, make a choice and reframe those tough things that happen knowing that you'll be able to turn it around. I said to a friend the other day, oh, I'm going to do this. And she said, you wish. And I'm like, I don't do wishes, I do goals. (laughs) Exactly. No wishes, just goals. Well, hey, thanks so much for hanging out. I just want to say thank you to all of our listeners throughout 2023. I have loved loved hearing all your stories. We've had some massive wins and I've loved helping people on their journey. So I just want to say thank you. If you enjoy the show, I'd encourage you to leave a rating and review if you listen on Spotify or Apple and connect with me on LinkedIn. And in 2024, there might be some cool changes happening to this podcast. And by might, you mean there will. There will be. (laughs) And I think I just want to position it. And I know this is not planned with you, but we're actually changing the name of your podcast. You, we are. I'm so pumped. It's going to be amazing. So things will be looking a bit different in 2024 for all our podcasts. Uh, We're just freshening up everything. uh, And we are really thankful that you do, you know, you've got a choice and you do listen to this show. So thanks everyone from me, the guy who helps run all this stuff. So, and thank you to you, Shell. Like I just entrust you with so much I've said from day one, you've got complete content control. I will never control what you say. I'll never gag what you say. You've got complete trust and autonomy to nail everything you do with the podcast. And if you'll indulge me, when we go back to that point I said about a financial return or an impact return, like it's pretty common that this podcast here, like yes, it does make money, but it's not paying for five people's jobs. So a financial return isn't huge from this podcast, but the impact return to our community is so worth having it. And that's why I will always keep doing uh, your podcast and allowing you to promote your business to all your listeners. Because if I thought you were rubbish, if I thought you were crap, if I thought you were useless, you would still not be sitting here three years later. So thank you so much, Shell. And I think it's been four years. Four years, whatever. I mean, (laughs) who's counting? (laughs) If you sucked, you wouldn't have lasted a year, trust me. I'm Glenn James. This is Shell Johnson. I'm ending her show right now. (laughs) Bye. Bye. We acknowledge the Awabakal people, traditional custodians of the land on which our studio sits, and pay respects to their elders, past, present, and emerging. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may listen to our podcast. We love learning how to do all things well, which is why we have a bunch of different podcasts on a variety of topics. So go and check out My Millennial Investor, My Millennial Money Professional, My Millennial Property, My Millennial Money, My Millennial Daily, and Retire Right. Find these wherever you get your podcasts. 
Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.